Welcome to MPT Podcast. This is Pastor Tim Wilbanks. We pray that this Word of God will bless your life and ministry increase God's blessing upon you. If you'll help me, church, I want to get in the Word to bless you. Let every soul be subject to the higher powers. And I, I, I mean, in a couple weeks, I don't know if the Lord... I've been reading a lot about it, but when he talks about powers of the land and government, there's a big issue. If if they follow the will and the word of God, we are to submit. But if they don't follow and submit to the word of God, we don't have to agree with them. I don't care who says it. For there is no power but of God. The powers that be are ordained of God. Whosoever therefore resisteth the power, resisteth the ordinance of God, and they that resist shall receive themselves damnation. Whosoever therefore resisteth the power, resisteth the ordinance of God, and they that resist shall receive themselves damnation damnation. I want to bring this word to you tonight. My title tonight is God gives authority through submission. He gives authority through submission. Let's pray. Would you help me? Father, I love you tonight. Thank you for your word. You're in this house. You're always here. It's just us hooking up with you. God, getting everything off our mind and out of our spirit to where that we can have a fellowship or have a moment with you. We ask, Father, tonight to touch every kind heart that's here tonight and every child of God. And those that God are be, be took aside because of affliction and because of adversity, I pray, God, that you touch their heart with faith. You're the healer. You're, you're the deliverer. You're the Savior. We ask for your faith to move in this house tonight. Bless these great people in Jesus' mighty name. We pray. Help me do a good job and everybody give God some praise of amen and hallelujahs. You can be seated. Paul tells us to submit to authority. For all, somebody shed all authority. All authority comes from God. That even means that God was over the angels in heaven. They were to submit to him. And then when a third was cast out of heaven, even still, they were subject to God's authority. Even down to where he said man is subject to God and woman is subject to the man and that is leadership and authority in the home, then uh, we have submission of authority in our land. There's laws that are govern us every day that if we break a law going down the road, we're subject to get a fine for breaking that, uh, that, that authority. But you see tonight, Paul tells us that we are to submit to authority, talking to the church, and for all authority comes from God. And those in position of authority have been placed there by God himself. 
Anyone who rebels against authority, that means God, that means in a household, that means spiritually or in the land, is rebelling against what God has instituted that they, and they will be punished. Anywhere you're, you're, you're met with authority, you meet God where authority is at. Are you with me? This is Bible. Anywhere you meet authority, that's where you meet God. If you follow me, I'm going to give you a revelation. That's where you meet God. The Lord established God's kingdom. Jesus established the kingdom of God through his obedience at Calvary. Never once did Jesus disobey the will of God to what he had to go through. Never did he resist God's authority while he walked on this earth. Never did he. There was times that he could have called down 10,000 of his angels and delivered him from being beaten and punished and nailed up on a cross. He could have called them down and said, I'm not going to submit to all this punishment. I'm not going to submit to your will. But by obeying perfectly and submitting to God's authority to rule, we find that we have rule of absolutely that God has established God's kingdom within the realm of his own obedience. God's kingdom was established in the realm of Jesus Christ's obedience. The kingdom of God was established through the obedience of Jesus Christ, through death, burial, and resurrection. But just saints of God, as the Lord has done, the Lord began to open my eyes to something in the Spirit just as the Lord has done so much with the church today. Today, obey, we must obey in order that the authority of God may prosper through us, through the kingdom of God. Now, if you don't daydream for a minute, I'm going to give you some from God. But you see, the same is with me and you. As Jesus obeyed the will of God to bring forth God's kingdom upon this earth, through his obedience, he brought it forth. And through our obedience to God's word, we obtain the authority to set up things in our life, to have authority over them, the things that we need. You better hear me right now. It is here that you got to understand, it's here that we receive our authority by living obedient to the word of God. With authority, we contain the power to obtain. You see, Jesus died. He died death, burial, and resurrection. And through that, he transferred the spirit of Pentecost within us through the new birth. And through the new birth, we have received power to cast out devils, to lay hands on the sick, take up a serpent, it will not harm us, He's given us authority through the obedience of Jesus Christ. What if tonight, someplace in your life, every one of us in this room is seeking authority from him over some place in your life that you can dominate and control and fix it? Are you caught up? Correctly, follow me. You see, that is what everyone is looking for. We're searching for authority. Authority is the power to rule over 
where you are. You can obtain what you need in your life spiritually or in life when you, saint of God, when we uh, have obtained authority. But authority is obtained through our obedience. Matthew 17, the man who came to Jesus after he had came down the mountain, the man met Jesus, met him, and he tells him, my son is a lunatic, he's sore vexed. He falls in the water, and often he falls in the fire. The disciples could not cast the devil out because they had no authority. But Jesus calls them aside and said, oh, faithless and perverse generation you are. He rebukes the devil out of the boy and he was healed instantly. But you see, the disciples came to Jesus and said, why could we not cast this devil out? But you got to understand, it was just a few days before that Jesus spoke to them and said, I give you authority to go out to cast out devils and to heal the sick. It was just a few days before that that he gave them that authority. He gave them that authority. He gave them that authority. Remember Jesus had gave it to them. Jesus said, but because of your unbelief, you did not think it was important to do what you had to do and what I taught you to do to keep this authority. Some of us is seeking for authority in places in our life to overcome poverty, to overcome spiritual bombarding and battles and strongholds. We're looking for that authority, but if we are obedient to the Word of God in that situation, we obtain automatic authority over it. He said, remember he said, you did not think it was important to do what I told you to do to keep the authority. Because he said, this kind, it only goeth out, but, but through what? Prayer and fasting. You see, if you had been doing the things that I told you to do, you would have had authority to cast them out. You'd have had power to cast them out. I believe everything in God's word. I believe that every one of you have authority. You're, you're looking around searching for authority on some things and you already have it because you've been obedient and faithful. You just need to take that authority and demand that spirit to leave or demand that situation to work out. You have authority. See, to obtain authority over the spirits, Jesus said, it comes through prayer and fasting. Being obedient to the very command of God sets us in his authority, which is the ability to obtain. The walls of Jericho did not fall because the people just stood there and looked at the walls. The walls fell through the authority of the obedience. Is anybody following me? through the obedience of the, of the children of Israel. They were obedient to the word of God. And because they were obedient, they had authority over their walls. Can I tell someone in this room right now, you have been praying for something that you already had. You have been obedient to giving. You've been obedient to tithing and offerings. You've been obedient to prayer, fasting, and the word of God. You, you have 
the authority through God. You have not because you ask not. But your, 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 your battle is in your mind. It's not working out when I speak to it. You've got to understand what you're fighting. You're fighting the authority of hell itself. It don't give up overnight. It don't change in a second. You've got to fight with spiritual authority to obtain what you need from God. God help me get it through because it come through me. This is my revelation. I understand I have more authority than I ever realized I had. It's just I let knowledge and I let spirits honk what I had and hammer what I had. I have authority through the name of Jesus Christ. You know why? Because I was baptized in his name. I was submerged in his name and I took on his name. You understand, they obeyed authority over the walls by their obedience to God. This is what so many are looking for. God intends, saints of God, to have authority fully manifest in the church and to have his kingdom extend throughout our community and state and nation. That authority has already been given. It's only activated when we're obedient to the word. You see, in Genesis 2, God created man. God planted a garden eastward in Eden, the Bible said, and there he put man, he formed. There he told Adam, he said, Adam, he said, you shall dress it and you shall keep it. Then he told Adam to name the animals. God gave him the power to keep the garden, to make it like it was to be to produce I'm going to give you the authority, Adam, as long as you live in my word, to cause this garden to produce. It's going to happen. You see, that's God's intentions. By being obedient to God, in dressing the garden, it produced for Adam and Eve. As in the beginning, God spoke, let there be. And creation was obedient and was born. God's word will bring authority to your life as you're obedient to his word. How many knows our obedience will manifest what we need? Whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. I'm here to tell you, as God began to speak this to me this week, in my prayer life, I begin to activate the authority that God opened my eyes up to. I've already had it. It's already been here. And I need to step out and demand what needs to appear and what needs to take place. Somebody needs to open your mouth up and tell your house I'm telling you right now, house, get in order in Jesus' name. You need to speak to your billfold, your checkbook, and your banking account and said, I'm a tither, I'm a giver to God, and I demand that the window of heaven open up. Oh, and I rebuke the very devourer that tries to come against my house. Somebody, somebody needs to speak to the mountain, and it shall be removed. I feel my help. I feel my help. You got to understand, 
Adam and Eve become disobedient to God's word. They lost authority of the garden through disobedience. They lost control. You lose control of your life through disobedience. The spiritual authority that is sought after comes to us. It comes to us from 1 Corinthians 14 and 4. He that prayeth in an unknown tongue edifieth himself. It comes to us. Spiritual authority comes to us when we pray. That's the answer. Blessings of life and, and protection of, our, of our, our prosperity. We have authority through Malachi 3. When you bring your tithe and offerings in the storehouse, that gives you authority. God give the widow of Sarapath authority over her poverty through being obedient to the prophet. You have authority, saint of God, over your prosperity if you're obedient to God's word. Now, I ain't playing games with you. I'm trying to wake some of you up and say, hey, I have the authority. I can speak to what I'm obedient to. God gives me. Jesus became, oh, here we go. I'm going to do it, Lord. Jesus had the power to overcome the grave because he was obedient for Calvary. He was obedient to the death, burial, and rest. Come on. And the resurrection came because he was obedient to God's will. He came out because he was obedient. You're, when you're obedient to God's will, you're going to come out of it. I don't care what's tried to block you in. I don't care what's tried to hold you. Because you're obedient and submissive to God, his will, God is going to make a way for you to come out. Jobs are going to come. Houses are going to come. Cars are going to come. Blessings are going to come. Health is going to come. We need to stand on the authority of God's word. I've been obedient. I have authority in the name of Jesus. Are y'all seeing this? Now, I'm going to have to get in something a little deep. God led me to the story for Samuel 13. Saul started out with thousands, but he ended up with only 600 men. I begin to read, and the Lord began to talk to me. This is what happens when you start walking in disobedience and you step over the authority that God has for you. When you step over that authority, you start decreasing. So you see, if you, will, if you will do what he asked, you will have authority. Saul begins to decrease because he wasn't obedient to the word of the prophet. When Saul didn't wait for Samuel to arrive and perform the sacrifice, he rejected divine instructions. And it wasn't long, you ready? Ready. It wasn't long before Saul's chain of command was infected by the same spirit. Uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. It wasn't long before his spirit channeled down the chain of command. The authority you are looking for will not be there if you're not obedient to God's word. You see, saints of God, that spirit that you refuse to be obedient, that spirit of refusing to be obedient to God's word 
will infect your health, your wealth, and your spirit. It will transfer throughout your entire life. It will. Saul did not realize what, what kind of impact he was going to have on his family and his own nation because he did not have the patience to wait on Samuel and he stepped over the bounds of who he was over his authority to do something that he didn't have the authority to do. So you see, saint of God, in 1 Samuel 14, Jonathan, his son, went out and fought a great battle against great men, it said. Saul himself, his father, was ready. He was supposed to gain the victory, but Saul was supposed to lead this army to get this great job done because he had come, come on, out from under Samuel. He had the authority to have this victory himself because he was from under Samuel's authority. But Jonathan, his son, his son, began to step over into the arena where he did not belong, and that spirit of Saul expanded into Jonathan, his son's life. Jonathan, you hear me now, did the same thing that his father did. He went to the Philistine garrison without even telling his father, I don't have to talk to him. I ain't got to tell him nothing. He had the same spirit, that spirit of his father, transferred into the life of Jonathan. What is so dangerous is, I'll slow it down where you can catch on. What is so dangerous is when you say, I'm not going to be obedient and pray. I'm not going to be obedient and read my Bible. Hold on. That spirit will transfer into your spirit, your health, and your wealth because you're not being obedient to what you're asked to do. And it will transfer not only there, but it will transfer into your marriage. It will transfer into your finances. It will transfer into your health. It will transfer into your children. It will transfer into your job. That spirit will mess your life up because you lose authority because you stepped over authority. So you see... Jonathan went to fight a battle he didn't ask his dad permission to go do. Jonathan fought a battle without getting his, his father's direction. Once you break the rank of submission, once you break the rank of submission, everything that's under you will begin to operate in the same spirit. It won't be subject to you. Everything under you will not be subject. So you want to know why the battle's going on? When we're not obedient to God's authority, things under us sometimes we're struggling with, that spirit we're struggling come from not being obedient in some area to God. Yeah, this is my revelation. He gave it to me. So I understand to have authority over everything in my life and spirits around us. Oh, yeah, Bishop Emery said, tell everybody, hello, he loves you. His brother died in Alabama, 63 years old. He had a funeral. He'd been in there two weeks. He said, he'd tell everybody you see in a few weeks. 
And I was sharing him with some of this word. He said, oh, my God, that's a revelation. I said, yes, it is. And me and him couldn't talk about it. And I said, what God is showing me, the more I'm submissive to him, and the more I'm submitted to his word, the greater authority I have over spirits and things in my life. Can I tell you, saints of God, and I know some of you are wrestling with this right now because I'm wrestling with your faith to believe it, that you can stand up and with your mouth you can speak to that problem because you have the authority, because you've been obedient to God's word. You can have, you have authority because too long we, have, we think in ourselves we, we can't move this. That's a lie. You are a son of God. Jesus said the things he did that you shall do greater things. So I'm telling you now, we got to start living, Brother Scott, in this dimension. I have authority because I've been obedient. But we got to search our soul and our life to make sure that we're not submissive in some area that opens a door to the spirit, the spread, that we don't have authority over. Am I making sense? So you see... Being not submissive in one area will cause that spirit to transfer over into other areas. And you'll lose authority. Saul had put his men on a fast. They said, we're going to fast. And something happened. Jonathan did not hear. Jonathan, listen, did not hear his father make the oath that if any man eats, he'll die. You see, why didn't he hear his father? Why didn't Jonathan why did he not hear his father? Jonathan was his father's assistant. All Israel had heard Saul's decree to fast, and if you eat, you'll, you'll die. Jonathan wasn't there. He was off fighting a battle that his father was in charge of. He was off doing something. He took the authority of his father, and follow me, that his father didn't give him to go do, so he was out of order and he didn't hear the word of God because he wasn't in place because he was disobedient. I want all you young people here Sunday. The voice of the almighty God gave me something today. You need to be here. Jonathan wasn't there. He was all fighting a battle that his father was in charge of. Jonathan had Assume, saints of God, his father's authority. He assumed. Somebody shout assume. He assumed his father's authority. I have my father's authority because I'm his son. I have his authority. But, oh, I can go fight this battle. Oh, no, Jonathan. Your father did not give you the permission to go fight that battle, so you're out of order. You don't have the authority of your father. Jonathan started speaking against his father and his leadership. He began to judge the instructions of his father not being able to even discern what was happening in his life. When you become disobedient, you'll start attacking the one who has authority over you. Jonathan was going along and seeing a clove of honey. Bible said he dipped his rod in it. Boom. Put it to his mouth. And the men looked at his eyes and saw energy that had risen up from out of nowhere. What have I done? How did you get this energy? How did you get this boost? I dipped my rod in honey. Oh, you wasn't there, was you? You was off doing something you weren't supposed to do. You didn't get okay and permission to do. 
So now you're under judgment. You see, Saul found out and was going to keep the oath, but the people cried to spare Jonathan's life. Is anybody hearing anything? Jonathan had fallen into disobedience because he didn't stay in position. He didn't stay under authority. We lose, saints of God. Somebody shout, we lose. We lose what we have spiritually when we don't stay under the authority of God. You better stay in position with God. If we don't stay in prayer, we don't stay in the word of God, we don't stay in giving, we don't stay in, in faith, we don't stay in fasting, we don't stay in worship and praise, we don't stay faithful to church and no faithful to living God, we fall out of being submissive to his authority. Is anybody seeing what I'm seeing? So y'all not? Anybody? I'm trying to slow down. Many lose things in life because they don't stay under the authority of God. When Saul was chasing David in 1 Samuel chapter 19, in 1 Samuel 19, he, spent three, he sent three sets of men to kill David. Go kill him. They come back. Go kill him. Go kill him. Go kill him. But David would always run the covering of Saul the prophet. The Bible said before they ever reached David, the Bible said, that they, they, they got so far off that the anointing of Samuel's covering fell on them and they began to prophesy to David in a distance. They come back and tell, they come back and tell Saul, man, we couldn't get there because every time we'd get close, we'd start prophesying to David. The anointing of Samuel come on us and Saul said, I'll go kill him. I'm almost through. I'll go kill him. Saul begins to pursue David. And as soon as he sees him afar off, the Bible said the anointing, the mantle of Samuel came on Saul and he began to prophesy to David. And Saul, after that, he ran and he found Samuel. The Bible said he stripped himself naked and he laid before the prophet all night long. You understand this, saint of God? When he reached Samuel, he disrobed himself. Staying under obedience gives your life authority to cause your enemy to lay down. By being submissive, it gives your own life. You ain't even got to say nothing. Just being submissive to God, your spirit will control their mouth, their life, and their being and their actions. Just live for God. Be obedient to Him. And you'll have authority over the very enemy who wants to destroy and attack you. Sister Banks come. You know, you can, you can walk a certain distance. You can walk a certain distance from under the mantle of your spiritual father. You can. But that just as you know, when you have reached the boundaries of the city, the state, and the county, you will know when you reach that limit, that line of limitation in the spirit, because the blessings of the Lord will lift off your life like a blanket being lifted off of you in the dead of winter. When you get yourself to that line, 
You, you break yourself. I'm pushing myself to that line and not being obedient. And you feel that blanket of blessings lift off of you. And you begin to feel things in the spirit that you didn't feel when you were closer to him. Anybody see anything? I know I didn't scream. I didn't want to scream, preach hard. I wanted to get in your mind, your heart. I want God to open your eyes. I know. Feel my eyes. I'm here to tell you now. Saul, you cursed your own son. You cursed the nation, the men. Because you stepped over authority. How many, how many affect their own household, their own marriage, their own life, their own finances, their own health, their own wealth? Because they're not submissive to the authority of God. And I talked about a while ago, the authority starts with God in heaven. He ruled over the angels and the third fell and he still rules over them. And you go to earth, he rules over man, man over woman, and the over family, the children, and going down the government of the land has rules and government, but everything, authority is from God. And so if you want to rule over different situations in your life, why not strive to have that authority? Make sense? Have authority. Strive to have that authority through my obedience. I have the authority over spirits. I have the authority over the devil. He don't control my life. I have control over him because I'm obedient to the cross. Come on, I'm come on, folks. When you're obedient, you have authority. But the weakness comes when we step over authority like Jonathan did and Saul did. Come on. How many wants authority? How many knows that's what solve your problem right now? Well, Pastor, I thought we were filled with the Holy Ghost. We have the authority through His name. You got it, but some of you are weakened because some people are not submissive to all that God says. Making sense? Stand to our feet. I want to help you in closing. Please listen. There's not a situation, there's not a battle, there's not a problem. There's not a financial problem. There's not anything in your life that you can't obtain authority to rule over. Every one of you can turn situations around through the authority that God's given. Come on. But you can't step over authority that God has set to get what you want. Adam and Eve... Don't touch that tree. But I'm going to give you the authority to subdue this, to do this garden, subdue it, to produce and manifest it. I'm going to give you the authority. But don't do that. Don't take that tree. They have the authority to name the animals to rule over the whole garden. But, but as soon as the serpent had them to believe that you don't have to obey God, they lost their authority and they lost their garden. You lose what you have when you're not submissive to the authority of God. And authority, Paul said, comes 
from God. And you lose God. I'm here to tell you there's not a person in here saying of God, you have the authority. Be obedient, submissive to Him. And there's not a devil you can't overcome. There's not a battle you can't come out of. There's not, saying of God, there's not a situation you can't, you can't turn around. Come on, anybody believe that tonight? You can. How many wants the blessing of God to smile on your house? Smile on your wealth. Smile on your health. Smile on your children. Smile. I want him to smile on it. I want him to bless me. Our submission will cause God to smile on us. May God bless you. I pray someone's eyes have seen what I have seen. I pray you've heard what I've heard. Because if you listen, it'll talk to you. How many can lift your hands and say, Pastor, I've seen something from the Word. I saw it. Lift your hands. You hear me now? Everyone has authority. The reason some have battles and some can't overcome because you're not submissive to other things of God. You open that door, opens up, and it, it breeds it down to other things in your life because you're not being obedient. And you wonder what's going on. I'm telling you what's going on. That's what's happening right now. God's favor is on you, saying of God. He desires for you to be an overcomer. He desires for you to be a winner. And I'm glad he's like that. I'm glad he's my father, aren't you? Let's lift our hands and hearts to the Lord and bless him, his holy name. We pray today that this word has blessed you, ministered to the needs of your life. Until next time, God bless you.